I didn't hear claps, but I'm going to assume that you both clapped. Coming up on First Chorus Verse, Sven had such a horrible take in not liking my song last time we did this that I'm not letting him do it with us again. Pivot. Welcome to Verse Course First, episode 124, maybe 125 as well. We don't know yet. Ish. We got a IMDL. With me is Rachel, who has the plug on Oaxaca Polio. Rachel, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I feel like you should be talking in an Irish accent. Yeah, I'm doing no, great. No, see, it's good. It's good what you don't do is you don't go to the country and try to talk like them. That's what you don't do. It would be amazing, though. It'd be a great social experiment. Do it. It would take very little time for them to... Give us your best Irish accent. Uh, <laughs> Suss you out. You should have caught me last night when I was eight Drinking? pints deep. <laughs> <laughs> with, yeah. yeah, what I did is I went out with a couple of Irish people. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but they fucking drink a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They, I've heard that. They probably have a similar uh, physiology to like U of I grads where they develop a... A second, second liver, liver somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't live in their parents' basements like BSU people, so oh shit, they they actually have lives. That was rude. Um, you you hear that wonderful laugh? His name it's Evil Bundle of Thoughts, Jimmy Evil. How are you doing on this Saturday? No, I'm great. Are uh, you? Yeah. I, well, I thought it was until you <laughs> until I questioned you brought it into question. Are, now I've got to think about how it. are you really mm. smooth <laughs> Rachel. What's new? Oh my gosh. So much is new. Invites are going out today. What invites? I'm oh, having a big party in June. She is. And both of you jabronis are getting invited to the party. I think we're too cool though to actually go evil. Are you too cool to go? Mm, that depends on the date. I'm going to kill <laughs> All of you. This is going to be really sad if none of you fuckers show up. <laughs> you guys can't see the face I'm making, but it is the he is not showing up face. Very. David, how long have we known each other? Uh, like what kind of I'm not like I've known who you are for quite a long time. <laughs> At least two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, <that>. congratulations. <laughs> Whatever. Super excited for you guys. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, where are you honeymooning? Scotland. Oh, God. Do that while you're there. Yeah, I'm oh, going to. You're going to get your husband beat up so many times. <laughs> Just... No, I'm actually very quiet in foreign countries. That's how very un-American of you. <laughs> I know. It's because I don't like attention. So I sat by a American couple last night during dinner and... My God, it was like being in a fucking movie. It was the worst stereotypical uh. asking very loudly about the girl's hair and if they can, what's the equivalency of like a, if they can swap a bunch of fucking shit on the menu, like basically just uh. should have just like asked for ketchup kind of thing. Gross. Mm. Um, I like ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would. I do. I love it. Actually, the cuisine here is very American friendly. They fry fucking everything here. Yeah. I'm in Dublin, by the way, listeners, um, which is <laughs> yeah. wasn't really done on purpose, but uh, very, very fitting for this mm -hmm. episode. You didn't. Kind of crazy. That wasn't huh? a. Huh. 
I've been telling everybody it was on purpose. It, okay, so I did I did swap like a week around, but I had See? picked this song long before I even knew that I was coming to Dublin. Hmm. Speaking of songs, Evil, what are we doing here tonight? What are we doing here tonight? <laughs> like, what are we doing here in general? We're swapping songs. Yeah, kinky. Yeah, we've done this before. We have. Uh, once? We, <laughs> At least once. Yeah, we talked about Fleetwood Mac. Mm -hmm. which was really fun i think that was the one that got us i think that ended up being a nice hour something conversation yeah it's a good keyword fleetwood mac that's a good name for a band <laughs> yeah someone should use that <laughs> evil got to talk how would you categorize death favorite band or it's a metal most band. influential <laughs> band <laughs> uh, Rachel, are they metal or have they gone soft? Soft. You know, they went <laughs> real soft. soft when Chuck died. And then we're talking about a very prominent Irish band. It's going to be a good one. And I think we should get to it. Let's do because it. Because I think we should do it. Yeah. Should we do a podcast? Meh. Mm. While we're here. Uh, Rachel. David. What are you drinking? Actually, I'll go first. Okay. I am, uh, since I am in Europe and I don't ever really get this in the States. Oh. <gasps> Tiger beer. I have. So one of my favorite beers is a Asian beer called Tiger beer, which is basically kind of like a shitty pale. But you know those beers that they just have a soft spot in your life. Mm. You had really good nights when you were drinking said beers. Evil, you have one. Miller High Life. Yeah. <laughs> I love High Life. Why do you like High Life so much? Same reasons. It's, you know, I honestly think it might be the ad campaign that they had going on like... Do you remember the, those like stupid ads they had? Uh, what my favorite one? It was this kind of overweight dude and and like a wife beater dancing in an apartment building like at night, and he's like doing the twist right, and he keeps and he's like sweating. And you can tell he's been doing it. He's not having fun. Uh, <laughs> it zooms in on the beer, and it says "twist off" on the top of it. And oh he's my like, god! And he just starts <laughs> twisting, and I'm like, "Fucking genius, man! Genius ads." But uh, the real reason is when I was in college. <laughs> I could buy beer because I looked older than because fucking bald. Um, and <laughs> when I was a sophomore in college, obviously not old enough to purchase alcohol where I went to school, there was a grocery store right across the street and I, I was in there all the time, you know, buying food and among other things. And so I'm like, I'm going to try something. I'm going to try this experiment. And so I picked one cashier, <laughs> this dude, I started buying only from him. I'm going to, by O'Doul's from him. I'm going to try. Because what fucking kid would, would buy, buy O'Doul's? Yeah. Right? Yeah, good, good so first try. Yeah, okay. I bought O'Doul's and I just would chit chat with him and be like, hey, what's up? And, I'd, and, he, and he sold it to me. I'm like, fucking yes. So I did that a couple more times. And then I, I'm like, I'm going to buy beer from him. Did he say and like, I oh did. no, are you off the wagon now? <laughs> like, nope, he didn't. I, I distracted him with my rapier wit i don't know, fucking know. I, I was shy i went back then I, I don't know what we were talking about but i i could buy beer i played this the psychology game with him anyway the whole point of this is miller high life it was like 9.99 for a cube of 30 beers which is like the perfect price Holy for God. a college age kid yeah you remember i went to college in the in the mid 90s i'm old like, that's a good cube one. is that what you're drinking that's ingenious, tonight? by the way no i'm having uh <laughs> i can't see him. i'm having uh, irish whiskey red breast oh that's awesome yeah that whole story <laughs> i was gonna make a joke about um i don't know if i should or not this is bad it was <laughs> well, let, it, let it happen organically earlier. 
I was going to say, I, I'm out of Guinness. Otherwise, I would have dropped a shot of Irish whiskey in it and had that. Oh, yes. Yeah. I see where you're going with that. <laughs> All the Irish listeners that saw that the cranberries were going to be talked about, they are now gone. Oh. No, no, Sorry, no. Irish people. I, I kind of like you. I am love Irish they liked us very hungover today, and it's very your fault. Um, <laughs> That's your they fault. They like us too. for enter- entertainment. I was told last night that uh, America is quote-unquote good fun. So. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. So we got that we try. going for us. We try. Rachel, what are you good drinking fun. today? Oh, my gosh. It is the mixturous mixture of shit that's in my fridge why would you do that just me as a person uh, i started out with some tart cherry juice added, i like the start i didn't have simple syrup so i added marshmallow syrup just you know the stuff you put in coffees and then some Who put, did you just say the stuff you put what? in coffee <laughs> who puts that in coffee you yeah know, like the in stuff lots you put in coffee in like flavored lattes and stuff you have like vanilla syrup hazelnut i have marshmallow syrup <laughs> that's okay. that checks out <laughs> you know what black coffee bitches other people put stuff in their coffee tart cherry Let's try it. with marshmallow what what else oh, that's no not what bad. else <laughs> cherry 44 north marshmallow syrup that's it that's it that's really good to listeners we do this through zoom and my zoom is terrible since i'm across the pond as they say and i just have a still of rachel drinking a very black drink because it's cherry juice that's what color blackened the whiskey should be Mm, that's true (laughs) this episode is hang on wait a tick oh no it'll be the quick fire but the the last one that we recorded was the metallica 72 seasons reaction rachel have you listened to it again since we pretty (sighs) unimpressed it i didn't know I should because all of the reviews of like, this is the fantastic best album ever. Like everybody loves it. There's not even like any like lukewarm reviews about it. Everybody fucking loves it. I feel like I read one lukewarm review, but you're right. Everything I've read is just, man, there's souls are in this. And we, no, uh, they're evil. Have you, have you tried it again? I listened to a little bit of it with headphones on just to like, get a little bit different experience louder you know and it, it sounded better but i was still bored <laughs> by it yeah so i i mean maybe it takes time maybe it's one of those albums that you have to listen to and let it get into your bones a little bit before well rachel has proven that if man. she listens to anything well, enough she's going to like it i love metal here's the thing <laughs> i feel like come monday morning but metallic is not metal <laughs> they went soft I, they did go soft very soft yeah they're easy listening now for old people i don't think we're gonna get some i think we're gonna get some angry people on monday morning that's all i have to say Mm. when this episode Um, comes out and then saturday (laughs) lars is gonna be in your inbox (laughs) look man okay your your podcast is is real it's stock podcast (laughs) podcast yeah and also (laughs) we're gonna sue you (laughs) okay oh well Sounds good to me. I love yeah. Metallica. I, I do too. Like Metallica do. when when but I'm listening to a ton of Metallica right now. In fact, after our talks uh for the YouTubes and everything, I went back and I listened to Load again and you know what? I fucking love Load. I think Load is still a, love it. Yeah. I think it's a great album. Obviously, the Black album doesn't get enough credit, which is hilarious. <laughs> really? <laughs> right? That album was fucking enormous. I was going to say, is it just because that their career is so long 
Is that why it? I, because that album was fucking huge. I think the not real metal people won oh, on the black sure. album. You know mm, what I mean? Like I think. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think they actually did get into other people's heads and were like, you know, if right. you don't, if you're not listening to Master of Puppets, you're not listening to Metallica, sort of shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, which I've is, listened to seventy-two which, seasons. That's true. Probably about that's just fucking true. <laughs> <laughs> like three times now, I st- it's not a good album. Like there would be times where I'd catch myself getting into it, and then all of a sudden, I ten minutes later with my headphones on, I'd be like, "Is this the same fuck?" No, this is a different. It, it's not a good album. So anybody that argued with us when the Metallic episode came out, you are still wrong. Still You're very wrong. wrong. I have a theory. What's your theory? What's your theory? My theory is that the bar for music is just so fucking low that people <laughs> people are craving I mean, anything maybe. that's like halfway decent. A real band that comes out with real music. Yeah. I, I totally get that. Absolutely. Look, let's stop talking about Metallica uh, until the end of the year because we're gonna Reasons. we're gonna touch on them again. That's what she said. That was good. What did I call these episodes? Education. And I changed it because that was dumb. Uh, break down. Break it down. All right, let's do break our second version of Break It Down. When we get back, I need a break. Goodbye, everybody. Not forever. We'll see. We are back. What have we done? We each picked a song to talk about. All four of us. <laughs> a record scratch. All three of us. Um, we still haven't decided if we, we, there is a fourth song here that we have all done some research on, but we don't really know if we can talk about because we uh, haven't really talked to Sven about it yet. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to start with what I think which song will take the most time by far but i could be wrong you're probably right i think we should start with rachel's pick rachel Mm -hmm. what song did you pick for us this episode um i picked this is america by childish gambino aka donald glover why'd you pick it i picked it because i think it's fabulous i think there's a lot to dissect in this song and in the video we're going to talk about the video a little bit too Um, but there's, there's a video. I like how, when I gave in a hint about how the video should definitely be watched, you were like, I guess there's so much (laughs) in the song and in the video that can be open to interpretation. And so I felt like the discussion would be really good on this one. I would agree with that. This is America. It was released on the 6th of May in 2018. It was released the same. I don't know if it was the same. God damn. What? Fucking, it's been five years. Yeah. Yeah. So much has changed, too. Holy shit. Um, It was released, I don't know if it was the same day, but it was released in tandem, I guess, with uh, his appearance on Saturday Night Live. So when this video came out in the first 24 hours, it had 12.9 million views because people were like, oh, well, he's really good on Saturday Night Live. Let's go look at this video. And the video was just is fantastic. And so that took off pretty quickly. The song was written and produced by Donald Glover um, and Ludwig Gorenson with additional writing credits to Young Thug. 
There's background vocals by Young Thud, Slim Jimmy, Block Boy, JB, Quavo, and 21 Savage, and also some gospel in there, gospel choir. The song has themes that mostly gravitate around systemic racism. There's there's a, a bunch of different aspects in the song that we can talk about that kind of go into that category. I'm guessing that all of us saw the video without hearing the song first, right? Correct. Yes. I'm very curious if this song would hit at all if it wasn't for the video. That's interesting because when you look at when I you're pulling up the lyrics and looking at it, listening to the song, it doesn't make the same impact to when you're hearing the lyrics and seeing the visual of what he's kind of trying to say with those lyrics. Those lyrics are very, very simple, but the video is very descriptive. And to be clear, I love the lyrics to this. I actually think that the lyrics get a little bit lost mm. in how good the video is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it the the lyrics don't get enough concentration on how good they are. Let me actually, uh, let's start with this. Everybody here in Rachel and Evil and I, are we all fans of this video and or song? Yes. Huge. I am. Yes. Enormous. I don't know if I want to say this at the beginning or at the end. Maybe I'll say a little bit at first and then end it too. We actually had a, a few, literally three people. I put on a Instagram story or something like that of this song. And we had a few people complain that we were going to talk about it. Complain? Ooh. Yes. Why? Uh, well, tell us why. So, were they I'll, white people? I'll, Sorry, take that out. I'll go into the tape. You know, the weird thing is all three of them were extremely white. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Um, <laughs> that is odd. So in, I am hoping they're listening to this because I am going to... I think that one okay point was made. I could see where somebody could have a jaded outlook on this being more about money. Kind of the thing that I always bitch about is don't just write a song, go fucking do something. Right. But I think that this video had such an insane impact. Yeah. That even just like reaction videos online of this, Mm -hmm. of people watching it for the first time or Mm. quote unquote the first time and stuff is massive. So... I'll sprinkle in a little bit of that, but uh, I'm also going to say to those three people that I think, personally, I think you're wrong. Mm -hmm. I think this video is amazing. I think it's the best music video I've seen in like a fucking decade. So two things. What, can I ask what the complaints were specifically? So one person, this was more, one person was more of a deep dive of a conspiracy. Apparently this came out. There is a thought that this was basically funded by Disney. Because there was like a Star Wars movie that Donald Glover was in that was failing. So they used this to bring him back up. Yeah. So it's basically like Disney funding. Disney's hurting for money. So I could see them doing something like this. Disney's always looking to make money. Let's not. (laughs) But I do. That was one of the big complaints. And the other one was more of a very simple to argue against that I didn't. Basically... It was the very great argument for a white person to make that uh, black people have it so much better now than they used to. So, uh, so that's not true. Uh, well, it's true, but that doesn't make it good. I mean, we don't we don't <laughs> own slaves anymore. That's about the only difference. Uh, it's we don't need to. Sorry, I just don't think it's a good argument. I think I think it's true. I think stuff has gotten a lot better for a lot of people that we were terrible to. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make what's happening now right. Improvement doesn't mean good. Right. Does that make Does that make sense? Yeah. 
100%. Evil, what is your take on gun control? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. It's going to be really hard to not express opinions on this. Just take our like. opinions out. If we, if we accidentally express them, please take them out. <laughs> Will do. I'm segueing here. I'm trying to remember. We have talked about Ludwig Gorenson before. I remember I discovered him on something and I can't. I'm like... I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted. I'm trying to like fucking figure out what it was. Like, were we talking about the Blade Runner and the One Flew episode? I, it might I feel be. Like, I feel like it might have been a tangent there. Yeah, because he does soundtrack work. But I'm trying to like place where the fuck he—he's interesting. So I was—I was—I'm like, oh, fuck. He, of course, he's involved with this because he's super interesting musical producer creator type. Yeah, person. absolutely. Yes. So guns. Um. Yes, guns. <laughs> yeah. How about them guns? Listen, I'm not going to... There is no way to talk about that on a music podcast. And I was just kidding. You don't have to talk about gun control. No, I know. But but I think it's... I think it's a... a, This is not the forum to have that discussion. Agreed. Regardless of your opinion. It's just not. It's like... It's going to ruin the fucking podcast if we go down that rabbit hole. I very much agree. For somebody. Yes. Well, and it it doesn't matter because to me, and this is just my jaded thinking is that Americans think what they're going to think and us talking about it on a podcast is going to fucking change anything. Right, right. So. What we can't talk about is the fucking super interesting choices of imagery and how they treated that in the video, which I think is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While watching this music video, you mm-hmm. could pause it every five seconds and oh, yeah. have a deep... We, we could separate this music video by 10 second increments and have mm-hmm. an episode on it that would be like three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's so much layered meaning in the visuals of the video. And to your point, like the, the lyrics underneath kind of almost get overshadowed by it, but they're just as brilliant. And we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk about that when we get to, Mm -hmm. there's so much going on and so many interesting choices made visually that I think it's a fucking brilliant video. I think it's probably the, it's the most interesting broadly commercially popular music video I've seen in probably 15 years. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I was this intrigued by a music video. Yeah. And it made me like the song more because of it. Like if I, Mm -hmm. to your point, if I would have just heard the song, I think it's, I I like it. It's good, but I like it so much more because of experiencing it in tandem with the music video. We could talk about it for, like you said, pausing it every couple seconds. Whoever said that? I don't remember. And just looking at, Looking at the screenshots of it, this is shot in a warehouse, which is, there's nothing to distract you from the symbols that they are trying to put on there because you're not looking at the background at ever. It's, it's, it's completely unimportant. So it makes the imagery that they're trying to relay a lot more stark. Everything stands yeah. out. Everything that they're trying to do stands out really well. And every scene, there's something to talk about. In every scene that yeah. there's there's something that's amazingly beautiful that they did. Mm-hmm. The style of the music fits so well too. Transitions mm-hmm. between like the trap beat that's the yeah. super, super prominent bass that is very dark and fucking dangerous sounding into mm-hmm. the happier choruses. I wonder if how much Donald Glover thought this through and how much of it is just being naturally fucking gifted, mm. able to suss this stuff out. Going back and rewatching it 
for this to talk about it in a different way than I probably would have like just naturally thought about it. His acting performance in the video is fucking off the charts. It's like, insane. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a great actor, like a fucking love community. That Star Wars movie is garbage, but his performance was fucking great. <laughs> Um, you know, he's good in, he's good in, uh, what's the fucking moon movie where they leave the guys on the moon, uh, super troopers, the Martian. He's in the Mar. He's oh. in the Martian. Super Troopers. <laughs> I don't think he's in Super Troopers. <laughs> Sorry. It's before his time. And I feel like he's in something else that made me really, really fucking like. It. Oh, Atlanta. Have you guys seen Atlanta? Mm-mm. Fucking spectacular show. The Martian was about Mars, not the moon. Just you know, being that guy. I did, yes, <laughs> it was. Hence the name. Uh, you know, it's uh, that's like one of my favorite books and movies so i did know that it is about (laughs) mars i promise (laughs) you guys i'm i don't think you understand i'm not hung over i'm in ireland hung over (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a whole different kind of a different thing (laughs) are you jet lagged at all very yeah Mm. jet lagged hung over so many rules for drinking guinness which i i I knew about the pores i i didn't so much know about the drinking do you know you're supposed to finish it in six drinks or less Really? No. Challenge accepted. He, exactly. That was what happened last night. <laughs> so oh, I accepted no. the challenge so many times. <laughs> but <there>, Eight times. <laughs> but man, I'm telling everybody, if you are ever in Ireland, there's a tour called the Perfect Pint Tour, where I thought I was going to get a tour of the factory and then go up and they, you know, pour a pint with you or that sort of thing. No, they took us to four of the best Guinness pour pubs in Dublin. And we tried a Guinness at every single one and they teach you all the history about why it tastes different here. Hmm. It's Mm. one of the coolest fucking things I've ever done in my life. I can't recommend it enough. Anyway, this is America. Sorry for the tangent. Well, can we, can I segue about Guinness just for a little bit longer? (laughs) Since you're Mm -hmm. in Ireland. Sven's not here. We have time. Yeah. This is, yeah. Uh, Brought to you by Sven. Guinness. Thanks, Um, buddy. So... (laughs) <laughs> I learned something while you, in your absence because I've always, and this is probably a marketing thing. I've always heard of Guinness extra cold. And I just assumed that that was like some better version that you could get somewhere over there. There is no Guinness extra cold in Ireland. And the reason why is fucking the Irish know how to store Guinness. So they don't need an extra cold version of it. Yes. That was a branding thing to like fix it in other areas of the world where people don't know how to Ah. fucking store Guinness. Interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. I I was going to ask you, hey, while you're there, make sure to get Guinness extra cold. And then I realized how quickly... Yeah, I'm, I'm so like, glad that I didn't ask. <laughs> right. Because they would you out. that would have showed how I'm. Yep. Yep. Hey, we're evil. Fucking idiots. Um, next time you go to Australia, order a Foster's. A Foster's. <laughs> I promise. I promise it's going to go really well for you. <laughs> it's almost it's offensive to them that you would even right. drink a Guinness that's not in Ireland because it's just <laughs> it's shit to them. Very interesting stuff. They're going to love the joke that I opened with then. Um <laughs> Two things here I learned. I learned that it is obvious that Guinness is superior in Ireland because they fucking, they know how to to store it, pour it, drink it, all of those things. I just learned about the drinking part. Also, for the Aussies out there, I've been told that Foster's is Australian for beer. So... (laughs) 
There's that. <sighs> That's true. And they all think that. <laughs> yeah, they all think every single one of them. <laughs> Sorry, Australia. We're just kidding, Australia. You're my favorite fucking country. I love Australia more than anything. And I would never order a Foster's after one of my friends did when we were there. And the waiter literally turned around and walked away. (laughs) 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 Hey, uh, Rachel, you like lyrics. Oh, my gosh. Do I? There are some good lines in this, man. There are some good lines in here. I can only segue so much, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pulling up my notes. Take it down a notch. (laughs) Something about me is that I am white. And so with a lot of these lyrics, there was... Oh, my God. What? You're just realizing it? I don't see color, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. There was a lot of stuff that, although these lyrics were very simply written, there was terminology I just didn't know. Ooh, interesting. Like what? Some of the slang. I guess I could have figured out. Look, as a man, I would really like to explain to you what you didn't know. So... (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Do it in detail. Oh, I love this. And I'll help. (laughs) Please, both of you at the same time. Rachel, mansplaining is when a guy (laughs) has to explain something to you. Oh, that makes sense. It's mansplaining (laughs) is short for man explaining. Okay, hold on. (laughs) No, but really, because not only are there things that would be easily passing by your head. Are you still drunk? Easily is my... Easy... Easily. I think that there are parts uh, of the lyrics that could be taken with multiple meaning, much like the. Video. And that's it. Too. That's mm. part of it, too. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what Blocko was, so I had to look that up. I thought it was just like a gun going off sound. So there's that. There's also the interpretation that it was kind of a revelation. Fuck. I should know this. I've read the Bible at least once. Use your words. The horses in Revelation. Like the sound of the of the clumping of the horses oh. in Revelation. Behold the pale horse. Yes. Um, I looked and behold an ashen horse. The man that sat on him is death. Yes. <laughs> this is embarrassing that you know this. And hell followed with him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I have written in my notes in a different version. But yes, that. Honda Bands didn't know that. But then that made sense when I... Also... $100 bills. Yeah, $100 bills. What's on my Kodak mean? So that was... This is... I'm not... I need you to womsplain me. Uh, I saw that one and it wasn't supposed to be... Oh, it's to involuntarily suffer near total data loss on your hard drive. So that makes sense. So that one... The vocalization Kodak and then black reference to Kodak black. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah Kodak There's layer, layers in all of this. And that's right after he's talking about the, the cell phone. The celly, which that's, mm-hmm. spoiler, that's my favorite line. I'm going to talk about that because I think that line's fucking genius. There's the celly, that's a tool. You're talking about cell phones. Yeah. There's a bunch of kids up on like right. the catwalk with cell phones, but it's also a reference to a cell. Like they're in a prison. This is a cell. It's a tool. The layers there oh, are fuck. fucking I didn't really Oh, wow. That. Yeah. Like Selly is, that one that's, that's like something for like cell block or, or like a prison cell. So there are multiple mm-hmm. layers there. And then they go into the Kodak black and cell phone pictures, Kodak, multiple layers of meaning there. It's fucking brilliant, man. It's so well written. It really is. Which goes along so well with the video, especially the lines right before that, where he's talking about being, I've got my Gucci, I'm fitted, mm-hmm. all that shit. To me, I thought the whole point of the different popular dance moves and shit was to distract you from everything else yeah. that was going on. Yeah. I don't think that's probably pretty that's obvious. Part of it. It, and not. like, if you if you yeah. watch the dancers that come along with them, they're like dancing and they're safe. No one else is safe in the whole video. So if you're like dancing and 
Yeah. You know, if you're like mm-hmm. TikTok and you're safe, you're like in the public eye, you're safe. Yeah. If you're like shiny <sighs> object over here. Yeah. You're not paying attention to all the fucking shit that's happened behind. There's so much imagery in this yep. video. Yep. The very beginning. The beginning is so fucking powerful. Yeah. From mm-hmm. the what he's wearing to the Yeah, he's wearing fucking Civil War uniform pants. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like doing the whole... like the really exaggerated like facial gesture. Like it's it's like total Jim Crow era stuff. Right. Like minstrel show. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant, man. It's really brilliant. And he he pulls it off in a weird way to where when he like stops and dances in certain areas, he does this one move where he like does like hands up in the dance and he's like i'm safe yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. it's fucking... and, but he, yep. he has like this pained look the whole time like it's like ah fuck <laughs> it's wild wild performance you're right though is i wasn't even gonna touch on it when we talked about this but his performance in the video his mm. over exaggerated happy face when he's dancing when the choir's singing and he's walking and he's dancing mm-hmm. up past them and he's got this and then all of a sudden his face deadens Yep. Right before he gets yep. the AK. Yeah. Right. And then he's going past the cop car and he's back to like yeah. super yeah. happy. It's mm-hmm. his performance is fucking brilliant. And the the way the treatment of guns, like he when he receives a gun and then he'll shoot somebody and then he gives it and it's like it's taken with such great care that like right. people grab it with like a like a like a red cloth and take it away. While the bodies are just being dragged. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. Yep. I, do. I do too. And I don't care. I hope we don't lose listeners, but the three of you that complained to me about this, I personally, like, I would love to have a conversation with you about it. I think you're wrong. And I think, I just think that those are the wrong arguments for not liking something like this. And then this is the one thing I'll say is particularly to two of the people that complained. I will just say this. Your feed is always one-sided politically. Mm. And to me, just my opinion, anytime I see anybody that's consistently one-sided politically, I don't trust your opinion. I just don't. Sorry, guys. Well, I'm going to add to this, and this might ruffle feathers a little bit. Who knows what side? <laughs> I think the the very on-the-nose interpretation of the video is his sort of character is that of like a black man in America. But I also, Mm -hmm. there are other interpretations of it. He's just America, period, through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And if you think of it, like take into consideration the whole, if you're distracted, you're safe. That goes for everybody. It doesn't matter what what your social media feed is. If if you're distracted by it, you're safe. Mm -hmm. You're on a side, you're in a team and you're, you're protected by your tribe. You're safe either way, either side. Well, safe and also... He's not paying attention to anything. Like, he's not noticing anything that's going on that's behind him. He isn't, but he is. I mean, it's there. There's always that look on his face like, uh. At some point, there's he'll be smiling and dancing. But Yeah, like when, he's, when he gets on the car and he lights the joint, he has this extremely serious look mm-hmm. on his face. Like, and he's fucking dancing. His, uh, yeah, it, it's yeah. subconsciously, we fucking all know subconsciously but it's hard to see through the filter that's thrown at us yeah no i'm not gonna even like i i'm gonna go back to my pre this is not the fucking forum to have that kind of discussion i don't think it will be productive i get that you know to the the people who sent you messages mm-hmm. i challenge them to re-watch this put their point of view in the character that is going through the video mm. try to suspend your disbelief 
in a way that makes it seem like it's framed in a specific way. And so try to mm-hmm. experience it as if, don't think of it as like a, a racial black, white, the corporations are trying to brainwash this sort of thing. Just think of it as like, what am I being distracted from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and to, to feign ignorance that I don't care what side you're on, that there are these major humongous issues in our country is ridiculous. This was five years ago when George Floyd had just happened, riots were happening, the church to just, it seems almost like feigning ignorance to say that this video didn't need to be. I feel like it's an extremely poignant video, which leads me to another question I wanted to bo- ask both of you that I've thought on a lot. Do you think that it's Donald Glover's responsibility to, because he hasn't really talked much about this. Mm-hmm. He wants it left to other people's interpretations, which I get. And I think that's probably even more powerful. But I also think sometimes that maybe he, as the artist, has a responsibility to explain what he was doing. And then again, maybe he, maybe he feels like that'll be less powerful. If I, as an artist, if I felt like I had to explain stuff that I created, if I felt like obligated to explain stuff I created, then I fucking wouldn't do it. I wouldn't make art for people. I'd just do it for myself. That's, that makes sense. Yeah. But you also, I don't, I don't think you'd make a lot of art that had a pretty obvious, not political, but uh, there was some form of agenda. Let me tell you about my senior art show where I did a painting of the Washington Monument with a condom over it. But, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or a picture of an athlete shooting up saying American Dream. You know, uh, that that's, Ooh. yeah. Uh, I, okay. Or uh, a a painting that almost got me expelled like weeks before I graduated of someone who had just shot themselves with blood splatter on the background, which I fucking actually mixed my own blood in the paint. That was <laughs> what all, I had to lie and say. I didn't do that. The po- painting was called Freedom. Yeah. I Listen, Ooh. you know, and of course that was the, the 21 year old trying to figure out myself version of me but yeah i was trying to like stir some shit up a little bit with some thoughts so yeah uh when you made art like that do you think you made it for yourself or did you make it to ignite a reaction from others that saw it i was definitely trying to get a reaction i didn't know what i was trying to say i just knew i wanted to say something i wanted to like shake the jar somehow i felt like this version of me that exists today doesn't have, I don't feel compelled to make, I, I want to make art for myself. Uh, I don't yeah. feel the need to like make a name for myself. That version of me really wanted to say something, but didn't know what he wanted to say. This version of me, like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just, I just do stuff because I like to do it. You know, I'm, that's, that, that's the difference. Sven's not here. So Rachel, as our resident bleeding heart liberal, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm going to rewind just a second. Can I, before you say that, yeah. and I just want to say that I give everybody a really hard time, like what I just said. Uh-huh. Hopefully it's clear that us as people, you know, evil has very different political thoughts than Rachel does than I do. And we all get along great. Oh yeah. It's super possible, everybody. Just so you know. Um, right. Yes. Fuck. God damn it. That is <laughs> what you just said is the fucking, that's why I purposefully didn't want to talk about certain things in this forum because there are places to do that and we don't need to get into a fight over stuff because we're all friends Mm -hmm. we can talk about things intelligently and like challenging each other 
But we don't need to do that in front of a fucking giant audience, which we have. Giant. We're a huge podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm willing this into being. No, that doesn't have to happen. I'm going to go back and talk to those three people again in a different way. I understand kind of the sentiment that a lot of people have as a negative reaction to contrive purposeful division that's sort of mm-hmm. villainizing in many ways that there is a intentional and purposeful set of messaging that is distributed to whatever social channel that you are plugged into to really foment division between people. Yes. And the only way around that is just to say, fuck that humans are humans. I love people. And I don't care what you might think, there is some way for me to connect with you. Or in you and I's case, we don't like anybody equally. So <laughs> There you go. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Rachel. Sorry, I was going to talk about abortion. Let's go. Just kidding. I'm, I'm all for it. Talking about it? or When I'm involved. Right. Uh, <laughs> so... I'm going to try and say something eloquently. Sorry, I got very distracted. The whole um, portion where Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, is doing stuff, trying to distract the viewer from everything that's going behind him because of all his fancy dancing and such. So there's a line in the video. I don't know if you guys found this when you were studying. There's a line in the video that says, yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla Woo. Mm -hmm. So Gorilla in the lyrics is spelt like guerrilla war. There's also an interpretation of that. Did you guys read this? Of the guerrilla experiment? I just took it as guerrilla warfare, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't hear about that. Um, there's a psychological study. They had these two teams of three subjects. They were passing a basketball between the three of them. Halfway through this experiment, they had a guerrilla walk across the screen and nobody noticed it because they were all wait the screen what do you mean in the room they're what like are like they're in a room passing the there's a gorilla in the room with them because <laughs> i'm calling bullshit on that because that would be the scariest thing that ever happened in the history of anything <laughs> <laughs> um, gorillas are terrifying i see where you're gonna go with this so halfway through the experiment gorilla walks across the screen makes motion beating its chest So it's not like it's just like walking and then nothing's happening. But half of the test subjects, when they were tossing the ball back and forth, didn't notice that there was a gorilla at all. And so it was an experiment that proved that people are capable of missing something extremely obvious. So the the people were supposed to watch and count how many times the basketball was passed and they didn't even notice that a human dressed in a gorilla suit was like standing right in front of the passing right i think that's exactly what the point was yeah i think the main point of this was shiny entertainment Mm -hmm. right here but it's just one of those lyrics that's double meaning gorilla war yes possible Mm -hmm. but gorilla in the room and nobody's noticing it as well yeah i like that grandma told me get your money yeah god damn it evil Son of a bitch. Rachel, do you have anything you want to touch on on this before before we go into awards? Oh, there's so much. There's so much. There is. Symbolism in it. And there's uh, the overall, one of the overall themes to me was that there's encouragement within the lyrics. Go get your money. Get your money, black man. Get your money. And all these things of that, you know, to be a, a productive, respected citizen that these 
men are told to do, the video or the lyrics finish off saying, you're just a black man. Like it, just, it, it doesn't matter. Like you, all these things you do, barcode. you're just a barcode. You have these driving expensive foreigners. Like you have these fancy cars and in the end you're, it, it doesn't matter. Like all this work you're trying to put through, it doesn't matter. You're just a big dog. I kindled him in the backyard. Mm -hmm. Let's go to awards and categories because my John McRae best line of the song is grandma told me, get your money, black man. Uh, and sorry. Uh, no, no, no. It's okay. I'm, I'm glad. I actually secretly love it when people agree on things. But Sven and I did an episode on uh, Tupac and an episode on Biggie this year. And one of the big things we touched on, the big problems with the early 90s, the government disliking rap and that sort of thing is one of the big things Tupac talked about frequently was you are taught as a young black person that you go out there and you you get yours however the fuck you need to get it mm -hmm. and anybody that is going to complain about it that is a political leader or white or whatever can go fuck themselves you need to go get your fucking money because they don't they don't give a shit about you I this is how I read that grandma told me get your money black man like you got to get yours no matter how you do it because these motherfuckers aren't going to give you anything mm -hmm. I fucking love that line so much and and the context and while the 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 time in the song when he when he's singing it and which is like this a uh, happier upbeat part fucking brilliant uh Rachel what's yours I went with this is Sally that's a tool mm -hmm. and I didn't even yeah, think about so the double meaning of a, of a jail cell as well as a cell phone. But there, I mean, there's so much, everybody is recording everything these days and it really is a, a tool. That's also mine. That I, nice. I said it earlier. That yeah. is when I kind of started digging into the meaning and the dual, triple, quadruple meaning behind lyrics. That one stuck out to me, especially framed with the lyrics that comes before, comes after, comes after the Kodak Black sort of thing like mm -hmm. Selly photo it's just fucking so well written mm -hmm. it, it really is the, the entire song the contraband the plug on Oaxaca it really is a brilliant song I I absolutely think that Rachel the demographic award who is this for <sighs> I mean everyone <laughs> I, I I wrote down you know 16 to 40 is is the group of people that are this is probably hitting the hardest musically but Ideally, I think this was for everyone in America to see everything that's going on. One of the things we didn't talk about that I thought was insanely symbolic, the cars in the video were all yeah. subpar, not fantastic cars. And, you know, reemphasizing of like you try, you try really hard and you can get this mid-range car sometimes if you try work really hard every day. But one of the other things that I didn't notice until I was looking at and an article analyzing it of all the front driver's side doors were open in all of the cars. Did you guys get this one either? Mm -mm. I purposely tried not to read a lot of breakdown oh, stuff. Gotcha. I mean, I had like when I watched the video a long time ago, I definitely did. But for this, I kind of wanted to try to have my own thing, which in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have done. But anyway, how fucking dare you think for yourself? <laughs> I didn't. Okay. So I'm going to tell you. So the symbolism of the, of the driver's side door being open of traffic stops, every black man that gets pulled over, gets ripped out of his car Okay. and yelled at shot, you know, uh, whatever, just the abuse on black Americans versus white Americans and just 
every single door had that driver's side door open. So demographic, short story, literally everyone, because I think that this obviously is a very important message because part of the message of the video is everyone's ignoring everything. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's great internationally too, because I do think that it, much like a another song that we're going to talk about, I, I think it maybe helped bring a little bit of awareness yeah. in a different form to other countries of what's going on in America. It's obviously not for everyone. Not everyone's going to want to watch this or want to hear the message, but I'm going to say it for a third time. I really think that if you don't like this or if you think that this is propaganda or something like that, I think you are being ignorant to a real problem that now that we have cellies as tools have been proven. You know, people Mm. are shot and killed and murdered and it's on video and it's, we have the proof people that... (laughs) That the country has a fucking problem. Yeah. You know, churches being shot up and whatever side you're on, at least admit that, that we have a fucking problem. Anyway, I mean, uh, evil What for the, the demographic award. Uh, I think this is for anyone who wants to really think about something. Because uh, what mm-hmm. I want to like approach what Rachel was talking about with the cars from a completely different point of view which I don't think most people want to, regardless of what side they're on. They want to see it one way and either laud it or demonize it for having a specific point of view or opinion. But those doors ripped off could be just as easily as they could be like traffic stops. It could be carjacking. It's the way you look at it. Sure. Open your fucking minds up, everybody. Absolutely. And instead of thinking like this is a piece of propaganda being pushed at me, and reject it or this is a great commentary on my perspective on things think about it differently put yourself in someone else's shoes put yourself in someone else's mindset and the celly as a tool is is fucking brilliant because those devices are forming our opinions because we're doom scrolling and reading the same shit mm-hmm. from the same sources mm-hmm. just like someone who who has a very opposite yes. competing opinion to yours is doing the exact same thing in a different silo and until we like put those down and actually just connect with humans connect with individuals we're doomed if we don't do that if we don't like fucking put our differences aside and try to connect on a human level with actual people that is mm-hmm. extremely well put Follow us on Instagram and <laughs> Facebook, everyone. For um, more hot takes. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that, that'll definitely go with your opinion. Uh, the Free Bird Award. Evil is this Childish Gambino's best song. I, I don't know. It's my favorite of his. I've listened to more of his music. I think a lot of it's really good. This is the, this is the one I come back to, and maybe it's because it's just so impactful. I don't think that makes it his best song. Yeah. But... I think it's, it definitely probably has garnered the most attention. I think it will go down as in his form of a legacy. This is what he will be remembered for. As a musician. Yeah. I agree. I love all of everything I've heard of his is fabulous, but Mm. this is the most impactful. And so where I don't know that it's the best song, I think it's the one that yeah, people are going to remember. Yeah, I I would agree. And I haven't listened to all of his stuff, so I don't know. I do like him, but this definitely, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, stuck with me the most as well. 
the John Paul Jones Award. Uh, replace or add anything. Rachel, right back to you. I wrote that it is literally perfect. I don't know what you could add to this to make it better. So I said, and I don't even, as a piece of art, I don't want to touch it. And I don't even like my own answer, but it's the only thing that I would be intrigued to hear is I would like to hear, I'll say it like this. If I could ever just have a private conversation with Donald Glover and just ask him, what is this really? What are you saying here? What was accidental? That would just be a really fun conversation. So I want more from Donald Glover on how he interprets his own work. Hmm. Evil, what about you? A sweet guitar solo. That's you silly. Van Halen on one of those cars. That's, yeah, that's, that's a fucking <laughs> joke. You can't like this. This is it's too much of an art piece to yeah. think of it in in the terms of like a music or musical collaboration like we normally do. So I don't think I I think it's an Ill, irrelevant question for this. It is. I didn't want to add anything to any of the songs that we picked. Yeah. Yeah. But I could only, my rule for me is I can only say that about one out of the four, that I won't change Ooh. anything. Well, so like all my answers I are smart-ass answers for these songs. <laughs> so because of that Good. exact reason. Yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> I mean, this is, I feel like this is an easy question. Ahead of its time, well-timed. Well-timed. A, a, epitome of had to be at that exact moment kind of thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. give or take a year or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very appropriately timed. Also, I think it's it's interesting that our reaction is like, oh my god, that was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I I feel like it's just as yeah. relevant today. We've made so much progress. Is the band is the artist as good as this song? I mean, I think it sounds like we all love Donald yeah. Glover, right? Yeah. I mean, my answer is yes. I I think he's fantastic. I you can see the evolution listening to his older music to his newer music. So he's. He's getting more creative and better, but he's never been anything but really amazing. He came out of the gate being good. So was Community his first gig? Maybe. Evil. What about you? I, it, it feels like an anomaly to the rest of his musical catalog. So it's just it's yeah. different. I, I think it's qualitatively some of the best stuff that he's done. But he's, I think he's that's a good answer. He's phenomenally talented as an actor, comedian. You know, he, he's great. He's great at what he does. He's one of those uber talented in, in like a multifactorial way kind of people. So I'm interested to see what he does in 10 years from now. Which I think he's, for now, he's retired from music, right? Yeah, didn't he say so. he didn't want to make music anymore? But, yeah. yeah. Artists always do right. that. Um, who won the song? evil I, I think people who really want to think and want to put their mindset in a different point of view are the ones who could potentially win this song i like it i i said nobody did just because it's i mean th- <laughs> guys this song is depressing as fuck sure <laughs> having to interpret it and just this reminder that you do live in a place mm-hmm. that kind of can suck and everywhere else in the world has very similar issues it's when you start thinking of it like that like i do getting all rabbit holey uh it's fucking depressing so uh rachel what about you um i wrote hopefully america won the song and i say that because hopefully some people maybe realize that there's a problem because a lot of people don't watch the news ignore the news and just kind of have blinders on to whatever they want to see and whatever they want to hear 
As an ignorer of news, yeah. I've got to say that it's not it's not blinders for some of us. Some of us are just so upset mm-hmm. by daily news. Sure. We're just I can't hear about another fucking kid getting shot. It just it it fucks me up for a week and nothing happens and this is America. J I M O. Anything else we want to touch on on this? What the fuck? <laughs> just in my opinion. Oh, gotcha. B, bro. Sorry. That's too close to my name where I'm like, what? <laughs> what did I do? What did there's I do this a, time? <laughs> there's a part in, I think it's the St. Anger video that just came out today on YouTube uh, where Rachel calls you James and <laughs> cut to your face, which is the most, who the fuck, who the fuck is this girl? <laughs> you know, I, I think it's because I, that's, that is the name I use at work. So people, when I hear James, it feels very official. It feels like I'm in trouble speaking with a police officer. Yes. Or... <laughs> That's what I'm trying to communicate. The seriousness. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, she's you got know, mom vibes. In a professional Accurate. environment. Yeah. yeah it's like she's James. a milp. She's a mom I'd like to podcast with. <laughs> um, I guess that's, is that it? You're an idiot. This is America. <laughs> Childish Gambino. Yeah. Good job, everybody. And hopefully we didn't lose those three listeners. But uh, uh, if you disagree with us, if we did. that's fine. Just disagree with us. Can't Fuck we off. All it's just okay not... to just... Cut that out. It's fucking okay to disagree with people. You can still be their friend. That exactly. is... Holy... F- yes. That's, that's what I was trying to say is hopefully you don't lose you. You can still be my friend. Let's take a break and let's go into our second song. Let's, let's chill out a little bit. And get into our second song. Verse, chorus, verse. DL here. As you can see, we're basically at the end of the episode. Yeah. After editing, a little longer than I expected. We kept a lot of the content in. Apparently, we're getting better at this. So, the next two songs will be talked about in our next episode. Coming out Thursday. Stay tuned for that. We love you. We hope you enjoyed the talk on This Is America. Write us. I'd love to hear your opinions about this. If it's heavy-handed, our dissection, or the video, why we're wrong, or why we're right. That would be refreshing. Uh, Everybody, we'll see you on Thursday. Good night and good luck.